This is Offspin. What I did was uh, we both ordered a pizza from some very famous cafe here from that tip money, and we were so disappointed. I was like, "Oh no, I can't spend my money like this." We bought cheese and ingredients, mm-hmm. and we were like, "We'll make our own pizza. We have our cafe. We are never going out now." It was so great that I made that pizza for I think two years for every now and then for us. There were so many people always crossing and smelling the pizza, and then like, okay, let's do it. Can you please sell it? I'm like, no, I'm not selling. It's just for us. But until one day, a friend of mine who came from Slovakia, so I made her taste my pizza without telling me. She made a poster and put it everywhere in Dharamkot that we are going to have a pizza day. And I was like, what are you doing? Offspin Media Friends proudly presents a day in your life by Anand Krishnan, an Offspin original. Hi, my name is Anand, and welcome to the eighth episode of the series A Day in Your Life. Today we have with us a baker, Anukriti Dutt, who runs a bakery in Dharamkot. Let's speak to her and find out about a day in her life. Okay, hi Anukriti, how are you? I am good, Anand. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. Same. Could you tell me a little about yourself, where you were born and raised, something like that? Yes. So I'm Anukriti Dutt now. I am. I was born in Delhi, raised in Delhi, been all my life there only. My first move out of Delhi, actually out of home, is in Dharamkot, where I am right now. Okay. and i have done my graduation in schooling graduation in delhi my graduation was from delhi university okay and then after that i pursued some courses that i liked as hobby and did a job also mm-hmm. but then i think life had different plans for me yeah <laughs> so i'm here cool so could you tell me where are you currently and what is your profession currently i am in Upper Dharamkot. It's a small village in a in an area called Mechlorgans. Neha Mechlorgans. Mm-hmm. It's in Dharamshala, mm-hmm. Himachal Pradesh. And I am now a professional baker. I started as a hobby baker. So I came here with my brother, who was already coming to set up his business. And for some like change in life, and some like I was at a low point in my, of my life at that time. Okay. So I came here to help him around, just get a breather, and then go back. My brother had a lot of faith in me, and he could see things that I didn't. Okay. So he pushed me to do some things, and I was anyways very fond of baking and cooking. Mm-hmm. And I never got that exposure at home. Like I did. There were my family always loved what I cooked or baked, but then. They are still your old school Indian people, so they like their roti, sabzi, Indian desserts, gulab jamun, and all. Yeah. But then I was very much into Western baking and cooking. Mm-hmm. So here I got that exposure. There were tons of people around to feed. I love feeding. Is what <laughs> I love other than baking or cooking. So I started baking here, working at the cafe that my brother was going to start, mm-hmm. and um, slowly like. 
a door got open for me and it was really really beautiful how i found that i could stand in a kitchen no matter what hmm. like literally no matter what if i was tired in a bad mood in a very good mood from 4 or 3 am in the morning till 10 12 1 2 i never minded being in the kitchen okay i loved it there so i learned a lot of indian cooking in the cafe hmm. and on the other side i was also baking and trying out my things that i wanted to do hmm. so i got good response from people good feedbacks i always kept my ears open to feedbacks that is how i think i am where i am today hmm. after that uh, i was there for a year then we needed some more space in the kitchen which we didn't have at that time Mm-hmm. so my brother and me found this small space in the corner which is a very great spot and we started our bakery here. my bakery is called the bird house cakery it's been 5 years now that i've been running it i started it in 2018 may awesome and yeah i've been learning how to not just be a baker but a businesswoman also so i'm learning the business i am into that and i'm going forward with it awesome so the past 4 5 years seem to have really taken you out of your shell i have also been really fortunate to visit dharamkot i have never really stepped out during the pandemic <laughs> and march 2022 i happened to visit dharamkot which is a really beautiful place and i'm really happy that i found the birdos cakery and i could sample your amazing pizzas <laughs> i am super glad that i found you because like guess like you are actually because of whom i am here like i love what i do because you know it's you guys who express your heart out to me even if it is right wrong bad but it's honest and it's there on your face and yeah. the love that you guys show that keeps me going on for whatever i could possibly do in my life So Anukriti tell me more what is your day like usually from the time you wake up you know until the day ends Okay I have a long day usually First of all I live with my husband and I have three dogs Wow there's a lot on the plate already with them mm-hmm. so I wake up around 6 mm-hmm. I like waking up early like before everyone does mm-hmm. so that I can just get the quietness before all the rush that is going to come yeah and that one hour is literally priceless for me like that quiet that just birds chirping around the sun is slowly going to rise but the light out there yeah so i wake up do my daily errands get a like nice cup of coffee and then i do my uh, workout for one hour mm-hmm. then i walk my boys around we go for a long walk with my dogs mm-hmm. meanwhile in my head i have a lot of lists going on yeah about how do we go about the day to day what all we do we need to bake is there any orders i am a person who just constantly think of what are supposed to be done what things are supposed to be done in a day hmm. so i have a habit of writing them down either on a paper like i have a diary with me all the time mm-hmm. otherwise now i have a magnet on my refrigerator and there is a to do list for my team i have a team at the bakery now mishil mm-hmm. three years i worked alone with one guest uh, one help okay. but now i have a team of four great people mm-hmm. who are like 
really into baking the way I see anyone working with me. I think they are the reason that I'm growing. Awesome. And today I'm able to like say talk and you know even breathe around Ram say. Yeah. So I give them all the work for the day then it's not just like they bake in the kitchen and like when I'm there we are like always you know doing things together. Mhm. Our cafe starts at 10 o'clock. Before that like we make sure everyone like my team and everyone have breakfast we are ready the bread they take longer so we start that process also early in the morning so that it doesn't go till late night which in winters it does mm-hmm. like we do end up doing the breads around 2 3 am okay is it because of the fermentation process yeah it's so cold here that my like the temperature outside is lower than my refrigerator oh man so we have <laughs> yeah so we have to wait it out till like minimum 1 or 2 in the night okay we do put heaters and everything we don't have proofers at the moment okay there's a lot of baking cooking then around 10 the cafe starts is like really like it's busy when people come in have the orders going on yeah we do take a break at 2 o'clock from the cafe mm-hmm. 2 to 4 is a lunch break okay but in that 2 to 4 sometimes we do get the time to actually eat on time and then take a nap maybe half an hour not me but my team but otherwise mm-hmm. we have other work that we can't do when the orders are running right we do that in the middle and then by 8 o'clock we start wrapping up but mostly it is around 10 o'clock that we wrap the kitchen okay uh most of a day is in the kitchen only just running around baking things cooking or planning for the next days and by 10 o'clock getting the work done wrapped up and coming to the room saying good night to the boys and sleeping off <laughs> yeah i mean uh, what inspired you to have the 2 to 4 pm off first two years uh, when i started the cafe mm-hmm. it was me alone so i used to actually start the cafe at 8:30 in the morning okay like i used to take customers in at 8:30 because there are so many people for their morning coffees and tea and people like having breakfast early right correct so i used to do that then i would go on like as long as my body would mm-hmm. i would go on all day and same time like dishes or taking the order doing the billing also baking i did not have any break yeah so i used to also run the cafe till i think 9 9:30 at night yeah which is like quite late for the village side but then in season time there are guests and people around so i initially it is new so you want to go on yeah but then i realized i do reach my burnout stages very like quickly in a month or months time or a maximum one and a half month time i would just burn out so much that i would shut off everything and run away from here like the thing that i love the most i run away from it and then after doing i would literally cry and run that i can't do it anymore I, like i really like pe- meeting people giving them that genuine smile that I, that comes from inside yeah like after doing it for a while i realized you can't do it all the time then it would all become fake and i did not i never could do fake it so i would just shut and like you know go away and just get some energy back be in the forest more be around 
like either hike up just go away from my cafe but then my cafe is at a place where you have to climb a lot of stairs yeah okay we did good there were so many there's like word of mouth was great for us and there would there would be there were so many people who came specially for us and we were shot yeah. would actually make them angry and sad and sometimes i would come across them who were coming to me yeah because i said that i am good come and now i'm not there i'm frustrated why is this happening so then i sat and thought about it that we should have some timings then i can proudly tell them that okay this time i don't work and the other times i will be there yeah so that is how we got the timings from 10 to 2 and i would take a small break for myself yeah 2 to 4 and then we would just run the cafe again for four, uh, the next 4 hours and it's not that the cafe the cafe is on for 8 hours a day only which is very less but then we had a very small kitchen yeah and i used to do everything myself like from my chocolate mocha sauce to ice cream you will like everything is cooked here we don't like we prefer to cook as much as we can ourselves and then sell that mm-hmm. for the first 3 years i never sell, sold anything savory also oh I was all sweet, man. Okay. <laughs> all sweet. Oh, like man. there were so many people always asking about, like you know, you can have something savory. <laughs> so I was trying out breads at that time, but they were not coming out that good. Hmm. So I did not sell them ever. I was like, no, I can't sell it, so I won't sell it at all. Hmm. I would just do what I think is the best that I can serve, and I give them that. So for that, I needed my energy with you. I really appreciate the two to four p.m. break. in all honesty i think uh, you know it's fair because everyone needs rest yeah that is what i understood the timings around me like the people were not coming that much also at that time and i would actually prefer taking a short break and maybe that break i tried to take uh, for resting out but then i would do more work because i would have extra 2 hours in my hand yeah uh but then later when i have my team i also make them follow my timings because i know how hard they work for me and they actually do it pretty much the same how i would run my cafe not how i was doing it awesome it's so wonderful to have you know the same like minded people that you would wish to yes yes it's very important i but i also realized in that time that you know 3 4 years of living here working with whatever i love the most i forgot where i was Mm. I would stop looking at the mountains around the trees the sky the sun the moon so I needed that break then I also decided to get one day off in a week so that I could get all of that like I really like when people then when they are working they give their 200% but then they yeah. also rest out well and they are refreshed with their brains their heart to work again let's get to my favorite question how do you make such amazing pizzas I've been to Dharamkot only once and even after getting back to Mumbai I really can't help but think of the amazing flavor your pizzas had. Okay, I'll tell you. So I personally love pizzas the most in my life. Mhm. Like any mood, the first thing that comes to my head is a pizza. Like whenever my parents would leave me alone in my house in Delhi, me and my dog Oreo, we would order mm-hmm. a pizza, like a big pizza. and we'll both mm-hmm. share and eat a pizza every time they would go out oh man <laughs> so here i came the food in mcloggins is in general great uh-huh. but uh, 
so what happened is when i started the cafe i was alone and then people give tips initially i didn't understand I was like it's okay i don't need tips i'm fine like you just take the cookie pay for that and leave but then okay slowly 10 10 10 karke after 5 6 months i had a tip box full of 800 6 to 800 rupees okay and i was so happy like oh my god this is suddenly like some extra tip money i have Mm-hmm. What I did was me and my husband now, but then mm-hmm. he was my boyfriend. He's Ashish, so we both ordered a pizza from some very famous cafe here. Okay, from that tip money, and we were so disappointed. Oh man! I was like, oh no, I can't spend my money like this on this. Then what we did was the next money that we collected of tip, we bought cheese and ingredients. Mm-hmm. and we were like we'll make our own pizza we have our cafe we are never going out now and then i started making the pizza and at that time i also discovered the world of cheeses mm. before that i did not like cheese too much in my life for me cheese was mostly was dominos or pizza hut would serve they yeah. were good at that day times but then yeah. i don't know they were not there there was no feel to it and the cheeses they use the cheese burst and everything like i can't i would never eat it so i explored good cheese here in mcleorgan okay through people through friends through some guests who came and tourists but then when i started tasting different types of cheeses I, my mind just blew <laughs> i was like what is this Mm-hmm. and then we created our own uh, dough and the sauce like till so i have a thing like whenever i bake a cake or anything else like i do have i don't know how but i do have this nice sense of taste wow. i think which comes from my mother and grana mm-hmm. they both have like magical hands wow whenever like i have had food from them that is i think what i have hmm. and i'm just utilizing using that in some other direction from where they are so we created pizzas and then we started applying uh, our own sauce and cheeses that i explored mm-hmm. then i have a friend who's a chef who gave me a great tip about some more things that we put on our pizza it's called tapenade and chili oil so it's just like everything together it was so great that i made that pizza for i think 2 years for every now and then for us okay and uh, even if my friends come i would never sell it at at my shop okay there were so many people always crossing and smelling the pizza and then like okay let's do it can you please sell it i'm like no i'm not selling it just <laughs> for us for a year and a half like we just kept enjoying it and keeping it to ourselves hmm. but until one day a friend of mine who came from slovakia mm-hmm. with her boyfriend and they tasted that couple helped me set up, set up my bakery when initially we were setting it up mm-hmm. so she was that one person who would actually bring out all the equipments that i keep hiding and not using she's like you have everything you should use them do it and then so i made her taste my pizza without telling me she made a poster and put it everywhere in dharamkot that we are going to have a pizza day and i was like <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> So they were like, it's okay. Even if it is a fail, we get to eat all the pizzas. Mm. And that's true. Okay, let's try. And we did, and it was a great hit. Wow! Oh I'm my sure. god! Thank God to your friend. <laughs> yeah, I thank her for a lot of things, like a lot of things. <laughs> awesome. Her name is Denisa, and she—I mean, she's the most 
like open hearted and creative person i've ever met in life wow so they just put a poster out and everything and then it was a fun pizza night at the cakery and then we got made it a thing like then every saturday we have pizza days initially i used to make it with yeast mm-hmm. but then a year later i learned uh, sourdough baking okay so i started making sourdough breads and other things were there so i also changed my pizza dough from the yeasted thing to sourdough which is actually i feel the best thing i've come across because yeah, the sourdough flavor is amazing with that yes and it is healthy you can eat maida and it is still healthy it breaks down in your body the gluten it never like sticks there like as okay. a kid growing up our parents always told us not to have too much bread because it doesn't gets digested yeah but then the sourdough thing because it's naturally and slowly fermented mm-hmm. the gluten breaks down there and you can easily digest the maida that you have okay so i was like my mind got flipped i can now enjoy breads unlimited <laughs> <laughs> and pizzas wow so that's how my pizza story started even your pastries were brilliant yeah i must say i'm not actually too much of a pastry fan but uh, birdhouse cakery had some amazing ones how do you go about making these this is what i started initially with so cakes and pastries were my thing and uh, i always like cookies and cakes whenever i would go out with my parents i would find a nice uh, bakery around and i would just sneak in there and get a muffin or a cake and come back and very happy like i got one <laughs> <laughs> so what actually inspired me to bake cakes at home also was my mother's aunt so she used to bake two simple chocolate and vanilla cakes at her home and she would always get us cakes okay and she was the only person from where i had homemade cakes and they were so much better than whatever we would get outside because out the cakes outside were always too sweet too creamy there were some great pastries also that i came acro- uh, across but later when i grew up and i explored the world more but uh, as kids like she was my baker so i started with her recipes first then i started looking up some videos and recipes and then i always made a note of them in my diary and i wanted to try them so whatever i would like to eat myself that is what i started baking first which goes with the cookies then few dark chocolate and carrot cake Hmm. or cheesecakes i came like i developed a taste for cheesecakes later and then i also started making cheesecakes the thing about them was like i always created i was always on it when i was doing it and i would always feed people for free also to give me feedback like genuine feedback <laughs> so that's how i started creating cakes and i would go very less with the icing part and the frostings because those were the things that would make the cake too sweet yeah but then i somehow the baking i do i try to control the sugar mm. in that so that they are not very sweet yeah and you get the flavors that we are putting in a cake all that pastry talk has really made my cravings go up a mile high now that you've been running a cafe here for a few years mm-hmm. you know and i've been observing tourists for a good amount of period what's your personal opinion on you know ecological tourism and what role do tourists play any ideas or tips 
that you would want to share mm, a lot of tourists are careful these days while traveling in terms of you know littering around they like some are some are not yeah but then i feel that majority of people coming they are aware of it it's not that they are not Hmm. and they're getting more aware of it because the climate changes and everything they are showing to them as well if there is that there is also the other things that a lot of cars are coming up people are like there are other sides of the people also who doesn't care there is a lot of trash that is growing yeah if they are a little more educated on the subject of how to travel and how they can you know be a little more ecological about it like if they book a room you know getting example like they want new towels every day they know how much like it causes trouble to the nature they need to be washed then yeah there's a lot of soap but if you are there in one room for say 3 days you can possibly use the same towel that you're given at exactly you can point. just put it out in the sun Yes, but no yeah. people don't like that. They want every day the bed sheets to be changed. There are some other requests also, but then on the other hand, we do get extremely nice and careful guests also hmm. who take care of these things and extra things around them. They don't leave their lights on whenever they are going in out. They eat like that. They don't waste food. Yeah, at the cafe also like. Ninety-five percent of my guests, they do not waste food. They actually either take it away, or you know, they don't order that much. But then I do get that five percent of crowd as well, where yeah. people do waste food. It's just like a matter of small, small things. Yeah. So at the cafe, how we practice this is like we try to go minimal with our waste. Yeah. Uh, what we use do is after the milk is over, we cut them, we wash them. Okay. And we use it for packing and giving away. Oh, take-away. like a takeaway box. Like oh. a takeaway box. So, eighty percent of my customers they really appreciate it, and what they do is they bring back those boxes so that we can use them again. That's a fantastic initiative. Yeah, man. Like because if I was not using that, I will be going out buying more boxes. Then it will be more trash in the bin. Yeah. And I really don't like that. I reuse most of the boxes like olive, alabino, Nutella, like what, so me, my husband, my brother, a lot of my friends they have properties and now they are also setting up their houses. So I keep giving them cartons of box like these hmm. boxes. My takeaway coffee and everything also I do that I, like try to you know pack in that. We keep it washed nicely, and they can just use it for the masalas and anything in the house. You don't need to go out buying more boxes. So. people are doing that and appreciating it which is really nice people while traveling they do take care of you know traveling light and exchanging clothes and these are very small small things like instead of taking a taxi if you can walk they do prefer walking hmm. it's just about not just awareness or education they are educated about it or their situation like maybe whatever they are coming from they want to relax they want to just like you know burst it out people do come to the mountains to just come drink and yeah like make a lot of noise there are people walking with speakers every day in the season yeah, yeah. Have, but there are some people if you tell them nicely they do make it like you no know, they do not do it they pref- like they appreciate being told that oh we didn't realize hmm. people 
they can they are there are good tourists there are good times it's just that if they are in the right frame of mind they do understand that and they are doing things what they can i just mm-hmm. like trying to look at the positive side of everything there are negatives to everything mm-hmm. but i think if you talk much more about positive the negatives might also turn into you know the positive direction very well said anukriti super so if not a baker what would you have chosen as a profession oh i don't know that <laughs> <laughs> i was trying a lot of things i was good at painting and other stuff but i it was a difficult road for me like i was a, i was very confused and lost in what i was go- doing and where i was going mm-hmm. so ba- baking is also not what i like came looking for it happened for me and i said like i found that i really love it hmm. i have tried taking an art course also i like all of that but i don't love them okay like all the other things they are my hobby this is my passion and i don't think i would have been doing anything else other than this any advice for people who want to move away from the city to a remote mountain village it's very nice of course the like change in your life style and your surroundings you'll definitely get a better health and everything here hmm. but like don't ruin the peace and the nature yeah just nurture it more and let it be more greener yeah help in that and spread happiness it's i think the most beautiful thing anukriti could you tell us any fun memorable incident that you would have experienced any incident in your life so one time we uh-huh. me my husband and uh, some friends and my dog okay. we were going to the waterfall at gallu okay and somehow while crossing the water path uh-huh. we slipped my dog oreo oh ho and he actually slipped down to um, you know steps and he was down and then we were really shit scared but then some there were a lot of people he was fine we got him out and then on the way back my friend was like like he was like i really admire dogs how they whatever you do to them they still mm. trust you love you and they walk with you yeah that minute my dog ran away and he <laughs> hid in the jungle <laughs> it's like he understood what he I said i don't know how and we were uh, four adults none of us could see him there was not even a patta moving Oh-ho. For fifteen minutes, my heart was pounding. I was like, "Where is he?" <laughs> and I was like, "Why is he doing that?" This with us, and then somehow one of my friend he, uh, you know, noticed where he was. So we thought yeah. that he got stuck, and my husband just went down the cliff and went there, and ha- like he was hanging on the tree with the leash. Oh. And he just touched him. He got up, moved, and my husband and my husband was hanging there. and he bhai sahab on the road and came and i was like ye kis baat ka badla le raha hai humse and many <laughs> just awesome. came and like somehow they just you know do take maza from you and your friend when you mentioned are i really like how dogs when they trust you and like yeah. oh ruk abhi maza chaka to awesome awesome so anukriti like the poster in your cafe says the secret ingredient is love and i think just spreading love in food and everything around helps you it need it truly does thank you so much <laughs> anukriti for being 
a part of this conversation you're welcome anand thank you so much for giving me a chance to do this thank you so much and i wish you and your team the best thank you so much you just heard a day in your life an offspin original created and produced by anand krishnan this show is live and available on spotify apple podcasts audible amazon music savan gana wink and every other place we thought hosted podcasts give the offspin team a like maybe a subscribe on their instagram page and be in touch we love hearing from you keep listening to content from offspin media friends and keep listening The opinions expressed in the show are personal to the guests and the host and do not necessarily represent the opinions of the producer or the platform. This show does not intend to defame and denigrate any individual or organization in India or outside. The show is created for entertainment purposes only. It does not encourage smoking, drinking or any kind of substance use. It may contain the use of harsh language that may be considered offensive, rude or profane by the listeners. It may also contain incidents that mention or describe mental health issues, casteism, suicide and violence. Listeners are advised to use their discretion. This is Offspin. Offspin.